Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week I am an agent of Tom Sawyer. I'm a tricky old man, <laughs> snookering a wide-eyed youth. Extra relaxing for me. <laughs> See, I was out. I figured I was planning ahead because I knew I was going to go up to the lake in a couple of days. And I knew that the yeah. grass was getting just at that level where it should be cut, but I probably wouldn't. So I decided, <laughs> okay, I would. I will. I will go out and do it. I got the electric mower out. I plugged it in. I started mowing. And then our neighbor, a delightful little young man, came up and said, hey, I'll cut your lawn if you want. And I looked at him as if I wasn't hearing right. I'm like, hmm? <laughs> really? You want to cut my lawn? Sure. It's the hottest day in June yet. But go for yeah. it, kiddo. You cut my lawn. Go for it. Go, go, go. Because it's so much fun. And honestly, I do enjoy cutting the lawn, but I mean, if someone wants to do it for me, I'm more than happy to let them do it. (laughs) You will share in the fun. I totally will. And, and he did, he like mowed away and he like tried to mow the back hill, which is brutal because it's, Oh yeah. The grass is like six feet long and it's a hill and he's little. (laughs) So before he got run over by the lawnmower, I had him stop and I, I finished off the hill, but, but yeah, but, he was a good little worker, that young man, so good on him. Good on him. I threw some bucks at him and nice. enjoyed there you go. getting a little bit of extra relaxing time watching someone yeah, else look do at my... you stimulating the economy. <laughs> That's right. Watching someone else do my work. <laughs> You've now gone advanced to the position of supervisor. Totally. Mm. Totally. Now if I need a fence painted, I'll just... Uh, Absolutely. Bring out my paintbrush and look at him. and (laughs) Sure is fun. I'll give you my apple core. Totally, totally. (laughs) Anyway, that's me. Very nice. Well, I am continuing. um, Folks, I'm Paul French, and I am continuing my uh, whole thing last uh, week where I was the architect who did the design for the um, little library, and we actually started building it. And, uh, right. you know, realized that, that, you know, from the original plan that I had, as I mentioned, I uh, had to make some adjustments on the fly. And so some of those, it's like, oh, and then I'll do a diagonal cut there. And it's like, well, I don't have anything with which to do a diagonal cut, uh, nor can I get one done anywhere. So it's like, I guess we're not going to do the diagonal cut. So what we'll do is we'll raise up the uh, <laughs> one section of the roof and blah, blah, blah. So we've got the basic box done and it, it actually is structurally sound. And I know this. Because when we went to drill the um, the, uh, the 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 screws in, um, you know, we get a good a, you know a chunk of the way through the first one, and it starts smoking, and it's like, well, that's going to be a problem. So <laughs> instead, you know, the old elbow grease and the um, and so I would have Sarah do a bit of it. And then she would pass it off to me, uh, uh, you know, after a few uh, a few goes, because it was not easy going through this board. And uh, so, yeah, it is held together really well. And uh, so uh, so this week we're doing the uh, the roof and the door. And uh, um, before we attach that, uh, she will paint it. 
and uh, and then it'll be ready, ready to fill with books. Right. On. Put up at the end of our uh, of our yard. So. All right. So that there we go. So uh, so but 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 my actual acronym. <laughs> uh, last week it was uh, you know it was architect. Uh, this week it is building. Being unusually in line, digging into new games with you know how to do all this. So. Uh, <laughs> So there we go, building. Sounds good. And how about you, sir? All right, well, I'm Al, and this week I was a recruiting agent for Dog Sitter. Desperate one-day group search, inspecting talent and temperament, engaging rovers. <laughs> because we are going away in a little bit for about a week. Uh, my yep. wife has a work trip up to New Jersey coming up, and well, she's fine with wearing a mask. She's fine with flying. Yep. She's not fine with doing both. Mm. She's not down with that. So we are going to drive. So I took off several days and we're going to drive up there. Oh, nice. And so obviously that's going to take a bit longer of a trip. So we're going to be gone for several days and yeah. found out today that the person we were thought was going to be watching our dogs had some medical issues and has to have surgery during that week. <laughs> oh, so dear, thankfully, dear. nothing life threatening, you know, but they're going to be incapacitated from now and through like four to six weeks after that. So they're out. So now all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> crap. Need somebody for like nine days. So I was going on the Rover app on my phone, which is where we usually find our dog sitters and talking to the other ones we have and then talking to the new ones and trying to find someone who could either do all of it or two people who could do half and half. And finally was able to find two people. So at least we have coverage now for that week. There you go. Because I was like, I don't think the dogs are going to be fine by themselves for like, you know, eight days. <laughs> Not for eight days. No. Yeah. Seven, maybe. But yeah, eight. I would go six. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> good, so everyone's good, good. Booked. People who are new are going to be stopping by this week to meet the dogs. And so we can meet them. And everything's settled now. But this was a fun day today of panic of like, oh, crap. <laughs> everything's falling apart it, it's all gonna come together sir it's all gonna come together i'm hoping no not hoping it is it is it yes. is gonna come together absolutely Power positive frapping or something i don't know something like that <laughs> one of those things yes yes all righty this week we are looking at legion 92 number 44 it is it is a wild cover. Kevin yeah. McGuire, Carl Kiesel, Captain Comet is having one of his little brain blasts on the cover. <laughs> his poor little cloud. head is exploding. That's right. He's got a brain cloud. Yes. Yes. One mega <laughs> migraine for sure. <laughs> Yes, it's called Brain Spawn on the cover, which mm, I guess it kind of. It kind of looks like he's pulling a validus. Yeah. <laughs> got mental lightning coming all over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, lots of purple and green on this cover. Absolutely. It's. it's it's a vibrant cover, like with his red and blue costume, and then you got the purple and the green behind him. It's, it's a lot of color. 
Uh-huh. It, it's very, it's it, yeah, you're right. It's very vivid in uh, in the color choice, like like you know, really digging into the into the primaries, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, one of your brighter covers for sure. Yeah, 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 totally. Totally. Because like we're looking at it from like you know looking down, uh, which you know Kevin McGuire has done once or twice, I think. Yeah, but it's yeah. kind of funny. Like I never realized like the detail in the costume. Like he has like the little like cross almost on his feet. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that, and I don't remember noticing those little crosses on his boots before, but they must have been there. I'm flipping through some of the pages now. You can actually kind of see that inside. Yeah, yeah. Particularly yeah. when we get to the page where Lady Quark is flying, carrying him. Uh huh. Uh huh. Something. And why? Why is she carrying him? We will find him. Yes. <laughs> totally. So we? this issue is called "A Hard's Rain." A hard rain's gonna fall. The Arga Argites, the Arga Primeinians, the Arga Primeinians. I don't know what they sure. call the folks from Arga Prime. <laughs> They've just uh, solved their racial war, sort of. <laughs> well, they haven't really solved it, but but the the leaders behind the enslavement of the of the colored-eyed Arga Primes have been thrown in jail. So so everyone is still kind of fighting. They're well, they're angry because. The leaders did not want to give up, so they've they've set this death rain, which is about to some sort of bacteria has invaded the ocean that's going to float up into the atmosphere. It's going to rain down and kill everybody. So nobody's happy. Nobody's happy. They're all fighting. They're fighting. They're fighting. They're beating each other up until Legion steps in and pulls them apart. And Stratus says, that's enough. Any more from either of you, and you'll be cooling your heels in jail. And they are not really having it. His kind have ensured our deaths. Why should I worry about jail? Let me at him. I told you to button it. You want to push your luck? Uh, no, ma'am. I didn't <laughs> think so. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say, this issue is written by Barry Kitson. Rod Ramos is our guest penciler. Shepard Hendricks and Matt Banning are our guest inkers. Gaspar is back on letters. Digital Chameleon is our colors. And Bad Dan is our editor. Fast Frank is our assistant editor. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Strata tells the crowd to disperse. The racial wars are over. That's straight from the interim government and backed by Legion. Even now, some of the greatest minds in the galaxy are working on a way of neutralizing the virus. So there is nothing to worry about. <laughs> Up in the little space station orbiting Argoprime, we've got Vril and Mary Jane studying the bacteria and realizing that they are screwed. <laughs> the bacteria are as malignant as ever. Nothing we've tried has affected them. Their subatomic spore remains attached to the very water molecules. Even as we speak, the clouds are growing more and more toxic. 
Vril has been at it for like days and days. Mary Jane says, you've been at this for days, Docs. You haven't even slept for three. Perhaps if you rested and Docs is having none of it. The stimulants I've taken will keep me awake, Mary Jane. There's no time for rest. The Council and Arga Prime have been pouring most of their resources into developing this virus for decades. We have only a few hours to find an antidote for it or the whole planet dies. And while he is stressing out, FaZe decides to pop in and say hello and wondering if they're making any progress. And Vril is like, how can we? We keep being interrupted. It's bad enough that we're fighting against time. And FaZe apologizes. And Mary Jane tries to smooth things over by saying, it's all right. We're all just uh, feeling a little tired and cranky. I'm going to go stretch my legs, try to walk off some of my fatigue. Perhaps you'd like to join me? So FaZe goes with her. And Doc's just kind of growls. Don't be long. I need you working. So while they are off walking, uh, Mary Jane says, I am worried about Doc's. He's pushing himself so hard. He's become irrational. She probably means he's become more irrational. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. He's become <laughs> <Yeah>. irrational? <laughs> he doesn't accept that we've been chasing up blind alleys. I think this might be too much for him. And FaZe agrees. I guess I took it for granted that Docs would pull some rabbit from his hat at the last moment. Do you really believe the virus has been be- has him beaten? And Mary Jane says, it's an incredible feat of bioengineering. Still, given time, I'm sure he could do it, but we don't have time. With the stress he's under and the drugs he's taking to counter his fatigue, I doubt there's much hope. Well, I hope you're wrong for all our sakes. I don't see how we could evacuate the whole planet in a matter of hours. No, especially. Oh, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say because they haven't really started evacuating. Like, they're. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, be fair to Mary Jane, though, for a rational. I mean, look who her father was. Yeah. Look who she was married to. I think her level, her line for a rational is further than most people's. (laughs) That's true. That is true. She's not exactly. um... Yeah, she doesn't have a great role model. Yeah. Period. <laughs> so we're back down in Arga Prime and nobody's happy. Like everyone is upset with everyone. They're all blaming Legion. Let us have the dictators. We'll show you justice. And Legion is just telling them, go back to your homes. We're dealing with the council's threat. Clear the streets. And the mob is, they're not having it. Stratus, or not Stratus, sorry, Garb says, this is turning ugly. There's no way we can control a crowd of this size. And vegetables start getting thrown at them. And Legion is getting a little perturbed, getting blamed for the chaos, feeling like everyone's ungrateful. And the mob is just getting more and more angry, more worked up, the way mobs do. They are acting like typical mobs, just getting more and more frenzied. Captain Comet and Lady Quark are floating around up above the crowds. And Lady Quark says, it looks like we things might be getting out of hand down there. And Captain Comet says, those fools still harboring their petty hatreds while their whole world is coming to an end. Someone has to bring them to their senses. So he flies down above them and tells everyone that the insanity must stop. And while he's telling them that, He's having like a big brain burst and sending out the mental waves like crazy. And the Argoprimians, the Argoprimates, 
(laughs) (laughs) They all just kind of, they're, they're, they're feeling it. Their, their heads are snapping and they're, they're just, they're in pain, man. They're in pain, but they listen to him. (laughs) Arga prime was a hotbed of racial hatred, despite Legion, not because of it. We were duped into helping a corrupt regime, but we aren't turning our backs on you now. All we want to do is save this planet. If we do it, it will be your choice whether to remain with the Legion or not. Now, please go home and await further instructions. And they all do. They're grumbling about it, but they all go home. What choice do we have? Revolution or not, it's still those with power giving us orders. Are you sure we've won? (laughs) So they go off. We want to stay out and get killed. We want to all (laughs) hang out together and congregate together and die, even though there's a deadly virus out there. Oh Not gosh. political at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Comet's done his thing, and Lady Quark flies up to him and says, Magnificent. It was almost as if you willed them to disperse. And Comet says, My telepathy isn't that strong. I don't understand. And then he just kind of faints, and, and uh, Cap- or Lady Quark catches him and zips him to the Medilab aboard the control ship. In the meantime, FaZe is talking to all of the member worlds of Legion, asking for help, asking for people who can help transport the Arga Prime people off the planet if needed. And she's getting mostly pushback. Some people are, some planets are too poor to help. Some planets just don't want to help. And then towards the end, we get a couple of planets that, Agree they will help if needed. Um, and FaZe just says, well, I understand your hesitancy, and I appreciate the support we've received. I've got to ask you all, search your hearts, see if there isn't anything more you can do. We are trying to prepare for the evacuation of an entire planet, 24 million souls. We can't do it alone. Uh, at that point, Captain Comet gets dropped off at the med bay. Mary Jane uh, comes over when she realizes it's Captain Adam. What's happened to him? Um, Lady Quark explains, he's probably pushed his powers too far. I'm going to leave him with you. I'm needed back on the surface. And Mary Jane agrees to take good care of him. And Comet wakes up. My head, what hit me? I wish I knew, Captain. I'm just glad to see you conscious. Never woke up to a prettier sight. (laughs) I'll get you to the med lab, but docs will need me soon. As soon as I can, I'll come down to finish the tests we started. I guess I'm too valuable an asset for Legion to squander. You know better than that, Adam. Look, Mary Jane, I can get to the lab myself, he says as he's sweating buckets and then has another brain blast and uh, collapses on the ground. And Mary Jane says, he's in agony, get a Meditim fast. And he is in so much agony that the only other telepath on the team, telepath, is feeling the pain. He's getting headaches too. Um, Faze is giving them like a little situation update and then telepath is, is screeching out in the middle of the in the meeting some kind of psychic feedback i caught an image of captain comet and pain so much pain uh phase tells everyone to stick to their tasks the evacuation takes top priority 
And then she asks Telepath where Comet is. And he says, with Mary Jane, they're heading to the med lab. His thoughts fading, being swallowed. And Faze thinks Mary Jane should be with Docs. What's going on down there? I don't know. I can't detect Chief Docs' thoughts on the ship at all. Okay, I'm heading to the med lab. See if you can find Docs and let me know what he's doing. And so we go to the little containment cell where we see the leaders of Arga Prime. They're in jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're, they're thrilled. We finally have a visitor. I was beginning to think Docs had forgotten all about us. And their <laughs> visitor turns out to be Lobo. <laughs> Not bragging yeah. likely, Clyde. <laughs> they're going to wish they had no company short. Solitary yeah. still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He even thought you might like a little company. Of course, he's not exactly happy with you three. That nasty bug you cooked up has him real miffed. Fact, he says, I can do what I want to you unless you tell me how to stop it. And they just explain that they do not know. There is no cure. We didn't have time to develop one. And Lobo says, that's too bad, as he smushes someone's one of their heads into the wall. Because <laughs> if you ain't lying... We're not, we're not, as he snaps one of their necks. We ain't got no use for you at all, as he slices through probably the neck of another one, which leaves yeah. just one leader left. Any last minute ideas for a miracle cure? Please. Didn't think so. And there goes the last of the leaders. <laughs> <laughs> the Arga Prime people are going to be so upset. They wanted to do that at the very yep. least. They probably wanted to see it happen. On exactly, the exactly. It's the it's the <laughs> solitude of the act of the act itself that is a problem for them now. I know, yeah. totally. <laughs> Lobo, however, is like you know, some days being a good guy ain't so bad after all. He says as he's clicking blood yeah. off his. Hands. You know, as long as everything gets solved, though, if they they just have to have Lobo on the planet, just buy him a couple beers, he'll start telling everyone all about it. Exactly. Well, I'd love true. to describe in detail how he kills pe- how he kills again people again and again and again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, he'll love it. So we go to the med lab. Mary Jane and Faze are looking after Comet. I wish I could tell you more. You gotta have some idea what's wrong with them. All I know is what these instruments tell me. His vital signs are completely erratic, up and down for no apparent reason. His brain waves are all fuzzy. His heart rate is going banana cakes. His brain activity continues at an incredible level. And Faze says, this may sound harsh, but I don't have time to be subtle. Is he going to live through this? And Mary Jane just says, I don't know. Well, I'm sorry, Mary Jane, but there's a whole planet of lives out there on the knife's edge. If you could be better used trying to save them. And Mary Jane just says, Faze, that virus is ingenious. I'm helping Docs because he thinks he needs me, but we'll never cure it in the time left to us. I suppose I should get back to Docs. And Faze just says, nope, stay here. Let me know if there's any change in his condition. I'll help Docs if I can even find him. So she leaves Mary Jane with a comatose sort of comet. And as she's rushing out of the med bay, she runs into someone in a big, bulky spacesuit. Watch where you're going, trooper. And he takes off his helmet, and we realize it's Docs. Where have you been? Getting on top of our problem. You found a cure in space? No, but I postponed things a little. 
but why are you wearing no time to talk? I have to get back to the lab. Oh my gosh, he's exhausted. I hope he isn't losing it. I better get back and check on Garen's progress. Thank goodness Garen's so steady. Everyone else is falling apart. That's how you know everyone's on the edge of over exactly. They're thinking Garen, crazy. <laughs> if Garen's your uh, baseline for calm, cool, and collected, you are in trouble. All right, admin chief, what's our status? I think we're getting there, says Garen. We've mobilized every available Legion ship, and we're expecting more from Volunteer Worlds. Lucky for us, Argo Prime has so small a population. I'm not convinced we have enough ships, says FaZe. I know. Given the time element, it'll be touch and go. Still, I took a chance and sent out an authorized, an unauthorized request for aid. I doubt they'll come. Even if they do, Docs will be steamed. I didn't ask him first. Garen, every little bit helps. Even if you'd called the Dominion, Docs couldn't be upset. And we turn the page and we get surprise guest star. Hopefully not. I'm only here to help. You made it! And we see that it is Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. I got your message. If you still need me, I'll do what I can. Wonderful. We got a little Green Lantern guest starring in the book. He's like, he's like all right, so whose girlfriend am I sleeping with? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> do we ever phase? I think things are going to work out after all. That's how we see a Green Lantern this issue, though. So I guess maybe he'll pop up next issue a little more i don't know i'm sure we'll see some more of him meanwhile in the med bay mary jane is lamenting you can't die like this it doesn't make sense i've never really been good with relationships before garen no one had ever shown any interest in me and his was just a pretense no one ever cared about me about who i am until you I trust you, Adam. I please don't die. And while she's saying this, she's not looking at all around her. And behind her, all the little medical equipment and things are just kind of floating around in space behind her. Um, as if Comet's telepathy, I guess, is going cuckoo bananas again. Yeah. But he's out of it, so... What's happening? We don't know yet. We do not know. And we'll save that for next month because we get our final couple of pages and they are on Arga Prime. Strata is still keeping the peace, keeping all the warring factions apart from each other. Please, this rioting won't help. The virus can't harm you until it rains. And the rains aren't due for week for a week. Listen to her, says Stealth. If Doc says it won't rain for a week, it won't. And even if it does, what's all this chaos going to prove? Stealth, says Strata. It's raining as the first drops start to come down. And Arga Prime people are looking up and they're like, by the Holy One, it rains. And they're looking up and it is just a downpour right now. Everyone's getting wet. Next issue is called The End of the World. Boom, boom, boom. That can't be good. No, probably not. Probably not. Oh, my. No. I'm flipping through the letters page, and uh, <laughs> it's funny because the uh, the assistant editor answers one of the, the uh, 
one of the questions. Someone asks, are mm-hmm. Comet's headaches resulting in extra powers? When will this storyline come to the forefront? And and the answer is, um, what did they say? Where does he say? Oh, by now you know exactly what was wrong with Comet. But the, and he goes on, like, well, he kind of spoils it. <laughs> I think he thinks he's answering a letter that is supposed to be for next month or the month after. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah, oops. Because he kind of totally blows what's going on with Captain Comet, even though in the book we do not know what's going on. Although the cover kind of gives us a little clue, but not really. Not enough to, like, spoil it. Not in the way that uh, the editor does. <laughs> he just out and out <laughs> says, by now you've seen what happened. And blah, 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 blah. But for those of you that are just following along and don't have a 30-year-old memory or 40-year-old memory or however long this is, we will save that for next week (laughs) or whenever the reveal happens. (laughs) And they have some people guessing that the recruits stands for Regimental Extra Core Team Relief Unit Interstellar Tactical Support. (laughs) And they say, nice try, but not quite. That's not just anybody. That's Uncle Elvis. Uh, Uncle Elvis, Elvis Orton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We also had a. Re- there's also a guess in the guess in the next letter that uh, Ignea is really monarch. Yeah. <laughs> we're not hey, letting that not? go. Totally, we're not letting that go. Exactly. Good grief. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And then the next issue blurb says the penultimate chapter in the Arga Prime storyline. And I'm thinking penultimate, like there's another chapter after next month. There this is. story goes on and on and on. It's the story that just keeps on giving. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, you know, we're going to have to look up the other issue. In the, uh, This is getting ahead, but just kind of scrolling through some of the issues and uh when trinity comes out we're gonna have to actually read the other books that go with it and i don't know that i ever read that oh really i'm no, pretty I sure never i read have dark them. stars what's no, that the yeah the the yeah, well, it, it, yeah it's green lantern and dark stars isn't it yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and no. so i'm guessing it's you know dark stars and green lantern then L-E-G-I-O-N, then, and so on and so forth. So it, because, uh, yeah. because uh, uh, 57 and 58 are parts three and six. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it bounces between all There's also a Trinity issue. Oh, okay. So we'll need to, uh, yeah. Hold on. Okay. I have it right here. So it's Trinity 1, Green Lantern 44, Legion 57, Dark Stars 11, and then Green Lantern 45, Legion 58, Dark Stars 12, and Trinity number two. It's eight uh-huh. issues. Yeah, and I, I figure we haven't got much Hal Jordan left at that stage. So, uh, well, yeah, 44 and 45. 46 is the, uh, e- e- the, right? the crossover yeah. of Superman. 47 yeah. was like, what was that? That was, a, what, that was like a uh, filling with like Green Arrow. And then 48 starts on more Twilight. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and uh, so lots of interesting stuff coming up, though, folks, because um, we get a bit of a writer change. Um, yes, that's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'd forgotten. I had 100% forgotten about that. 
Um, I know, I know, I read the book to the end, but maybe I missed a handful around that stage, um, and because I don't remember reading uh, Trinity. Um, but I know I was reading the book th right through to the end. So uh, yeah, I guess we'll, I guess we'll figure out where to get there. I had a markdown when I want to, because I've never read Dark Star, so I figured I must read the 11, 10 issues beforehand. So I even had yeah. a markdown for myself. One issue, like, okay, what week should I start reading Dark Star? So by the time we get to it, I'm caught up. So with nice. issue 47, I'm going to start. But it's go. actually kind of funny. This is They're ahead of the curve a bit, because this is issue 44. So next issue is the penultimate, penultimate issue. So he's writing for the trade here. This is a six-part story. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but but it, it feels more natural than most. Like it, it does. It just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everything kind of flows out from the previous part. You know, originally I thought it was a two issue story, and then it's like, oh, but then there's like fallout from that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and so it continues. Well, because it also doesn't say part one of five. You know, one of six. Two of well, six. Well, that's. Letting that's you know, a very it has good to be six point. issues. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, was, yeah. So we had a different artist here. We had uh, Rodney Ramos, um, who has, I mean, he's done work for everyone, but um, uh, he started working with DC in 92 with the title Gotham Knights. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, worked on titles such as this one and uh, Guy Gardner Warrior, as well as Catwoman and a bunch more. And um, more recently has done, uh, he did some of the Convergent stuff with the Nightwing and Oracle uh, tie-ins. But his first uh, published work was Batman, Gotham Knights, number four. Huh. So uh, so there we go. So um, a welcome to uh, Rodney Ramos. And uh, yeah, a yeah. bunch, bunch of comics this fella drew. So there you go. Um, totally. And this is another one of the bi-weekly issues, I think. And that's mm -hmm. probably why. Um, yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, when you figure that, it's like, oh, well, you know, Kitson can't be writing and drawing uh, the book uh, for two issues a month. And um, yeah. so it totally makes sense. And, and maybe it makes sense as to why Gaspar was kind of cycling in and around as well. That is true. That is true. Yes. Yeah. This is cool. The house ads in this issue mm -hmm. are, are more interesting than usual. So we've got their advertising just society of America, the like the Mike Parabek issues. They are advertising Heckler. Do you remember that one? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it didn't last long, but it was fun. It didn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it lasted as long as book. Bex did. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. And then, of course, they are advertising total chaos in the Titans universe. Boom, boom, boom. And the Cool World movie Sorry, adaption. I, lo I lost you there. What what, what were they? Oh, uh... Total chaos. The Titans oh, in the Titans yes. universe. I right can't after... remember who that focused on. Um, <laughs> everybody. It was right after um, 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 the Wildebeest story. Yeah, Titans Hunt, which I kind of yeah. liked. It was a fun one. It was fun. 
but the rest that came after it was yeah the aftermath of it not so much yeah <laughs> yeah yeah titan suds when i started reading titans but within like several by issue 100 i think i was done oh oh that was a good place to end yeah <laughs> it did not improve Although it's funny, one of the ads is for a book that actually I just heard about today on another podcast. So it's kind of funny, like, you know, just synchronicity. The uh, Star Trek yeah. Dead of Honor by Claremont and Hugh- Adam Hughes. Oh, wow. Like, I might have to, I mean, I'm not the big, I, mean, I like Star Trek enough, but I'm not the biggest fan. You know, just, it's fine. But I might have to look for that one because that sounds interesting. You know what I always liked about the the, the DC um Star Trek series, both of them. Um, although I probably read more of, uh, you know, because I would pick it up from time to time, um, you know, based on, you know, purely based on the cover. Like when they had like a Dixon Hill one, um, you know, a holodeck episode, it's like, oh, I'm buying that. And, <laughs> um, and so it was largely driven by that. But I always found them to be, you know, they, they were light for sure. Uh, but, you know, much like a, much like an episode of, of Next Gen, you know, sort of sort of a quick read, usually a one and done story. And um, and they were fun. And there was some good art in those. You had guys like pa- Pablo Marcos doing them and, uh, um, you know, writers like uh, Michael Jam Friedman uh, working on them, um, who had also written a bunch of uh, Trek novels. And um, and and so they, they were kind of fun reads. And um, but Claremont and uh, Hughes, that that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. No, because this is before Claremont did DC work, isn't it? Like before he. Um, when did Sovereign? I think Sovereign Seven might have come out already. Is it right around um, this time? Okay. Was it this early, or was it around? Um, I I always assumed it was around zero hour, but yeah, I guess you're right. Let me um, look it up. Uh, no, no, no. This is early. Never mind. Sovereign Seven Number One, April ninety-five. Oh, that late! Holy cow! Oh. Um, so he made his escape a, a from Marvel, after. and then yeah. <laughs> he and, somehow uh, so, tunneled yeah, out. Of, Dead of Honor was ninety-two. Don't miss the classic Star Trek tale by comic legends Chris Claremont and Adam Hughes. In this stunning adventure, Captain Kirk and the crew of the Enterprise find themselves teamed up with the Klingons and Romulans to fight a galactic threat that no government dares admit exists. Oh, oh. so ninety. I'm looking up real quick on Wikipedia about Claremont. So ninety three, he be, so he did this in ninety two. You know the Dead of Honor. Ninety three, he wrote the Aliens Predator, deadliest of the species, twelve issue mini for Dark Horse. Yeah. And then '94, he wrote three, uh, four issues of Wildcats, ten to thirteen, and then started doing Sovereign Seven in '95. Mm, okay. And I think some point at and that then, time, also in the '90s, he would he did a like a three or four issue Superman Wonder Woman uh, prestige format miniseries, uh, Whom Gods Destroy. Was like yes, I do have a vague a vague memory of that. Um, the uh, the image, the promotional image that they used for that, the uh, with uh, the crew kind of standing behind Kirk as he points a phaser toward the reader. Um, I remember, like, as soon as I saw, I, as soon as I searched it and saw that, it's like, oh, I remember this now. Like, I remember seeing that image. Um, IDW um, 
actually recently solicited the uh, um, because of course they have the license now, and um, and so they uh, they are they are releasing it. Actually, it comes out um, yesterday. <laughs> right? No, oh, last good. week. Sorry. So Superman Wonder Woman came out in '96 with art. With yes. uh, the art was by Dusty Abel, who did the oh, okay. uh, somebody. Yeah. He did what issue twenty five of the Le- of Legion that introduced the uh, SW six book characters. That's right, that's right. And I remember him also doing the, the one of the uh, the first Superman annual in Armageddon two thousand one was was where I first saw his art. Neat. I, I remember liking that miniseries. It was a weird one, but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And who was the artist on Sovereign Seven? Was it Wayne Turner? I think so. That sounds right. Yeah. That it's been a long time since I yeah. read that book, and I I remember reading it for a good stretch. I don't know if I read all of it, but uh, but I quite liked it. I even had the coffee cup. Really? Yeah. Fancy. I don't know where it is now, but I had it at one point. <laughs> It was like there one of those go. jumbo, you know, friend-sized coffee cups or, you know, yeah, how, I yeah, mar- yeah. how I married an ex-murderer once. Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered the large coffee. <laughs> as soon as you said about a large coffee cup, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. I didn't, you know, that, I, I bought one of the, one of the, first sort of dc direct things that i bought they had this uh superman around the world um uh coffee mug and uh, and i still have it it's like it's on my it's on my counter uh right here and um and it is you know superman is the handle and the the actual cup is is the globe now the sculpt of superman is terrible like they you know five (laughs) years later uh, after that they would never have allowed something like that to come out (laughs) Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, well, it's lasted this long. So there you go. It is probably one of the few, uh, because it's numbered. Um, they made 5,000 of them Ooh. in 1991, as it turns out. And, uh, still holding together. I would have thought that his hand would have become separated from the, uh, from, from the, uh, the globe, but not so much. <laughs> not yet anyway not yet yeah give it time you know I've, I've got i've got tons of things that uh that i kept for 20 odd years until the kids got their hands on them right oh, oh of course children yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's why it stays on top of my desk yeah yeah, yeah right next that's to what happened right? most and, my and, toys and, as a kid but i got that? my hands on them so that's what happened most yeah. my toys as a kid i got my hands on them yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's funny. All righty. We got any feedback this week? No, we are clear. So far, uh, we we got a Nigerian prince wants Ooh. us to help him out with getting some money. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send a message back to him and get that taken care of. Perfect. Um, but Take yeah, care of the reserve account. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But folks, if you have something to uh, say to us. Hey, go ahead, say it. What do you think of that uh, 
uh, Claremont Hughes uh, Star Trek um, graphic novel. What do you think of uh, what's going on with Captain Comet and editors that spoil things in letters columns? <laughs> what do you think about Green Lantern hanging out with L-E-G-I-O-N? Let us know. Send it to us at uh, uh, Podcasters at gmail.com. Or you can go over to the Facebook page and ask us there. That's facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, we are also on the Twitter as LOSP Podcast. And uh, aside from that, you can head over to the website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We can leave a comment on this or any episode. Oh, and if you want to get a mug just like Paul's, I apparently you can find them on eBay for anywhere from $16 to $30. 16 to $30? Good Lord, I've been sitting on riches. My Sovereign 7 mug goes for twelve sixty. Plus $15 shipping? Madness. That's where they're making the real money. <laughs> That's I, right. I, I got it really cheap because it was, like, cracked. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get a new one. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not paying thirty bucks. <laughs> oh well, someday, someday. <laughs> Alrighty, my friends, we will see you all next. W e e k. B y e b y e. B i d a y a. Good day. Bidet. Bidet. It's not a bidet. That does not sound like goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people would say that sounds like hello. <laughs> <laughs>